Hey guys, before we start today's episode, I want to give you uh, do a little bit of housekeeping. For episode 10, we're going to be doing a mailbag, which is a crutch of radio and podcasting forever. So just, uh, yeah, we're going to be taking your questions, whether you want to ask, you know, general questions or you want to ask a specific question to me, to ask, to Keith, it's, it's okay. Just send in whatever questions you want, any topic you want us to talk about. And uh, I'm not going to give you an actual email because uh, that sounds kind of awkward. So you can DM me at, at St. Snorlax on Twitter. I'll be opening my DMs up. Or if you want to message any one of us on the server, you know, if you know, you know. So that's coming up. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, Did you want me to write the intro this time? Did you no, want no, to write an intro? No, no, I wasn't writing an intro. That was, that was, that's just like, this is like a pre-roll that we do before the regular intro. I just want to put a PSA out there. So okay. now we're going to the regular intro. All right. I fucked it up. All right, go, go, go. No, 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 no. Keep, keep it in, keep it in, keep it in, keep it in. Okay. Welcome to Wax Half well, episode nine. Wow. We're all on the cusp of 10. I can't believe it. Thank you for motiv- giving us the motivation to come this far. You know, just knowing every week, like one person saying, hey, I listen to the podcast is just enough. That's enough fuel for my ego to do one more week. So please just give me that tiny, tiny positive reinforcement every week. Okay. I'm Wax, your host as usual. With me is Ads, my co-host. Ads, how you doing? I'm a bit tired today, actually. I overslept. And rather than doing my usual four hours of sleep, I chose to do an amazing nine hours. And now I feel worse than when I had the four hours of sleep. So that's, what I'm trying to get to is sleep is a fucking myth. That's stop saying you're tired. As like when I say how you're doing, like that's like the most annoying American thing ever. I'm tired. I'm just I, the truth. I slept too much. How is this like a cliche interaction in, in society now? This is basic. I feel like this happens in 80 percent of my conversations with people. It's like how you doing, and it's like I'm tired. I'm like well, okay, why don't you fix that for us then. Make the world better so we're not fucking tired. I, I mean, I mean, you're the one who has the means to make yourself not tired. You know, if you know what I mean. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. Uh, joining us this week is a guest. This is a guest episode. We have Felix with us. Felix is our friend from the Discord. And uh, we have him on because every, every week he complains that we're talking about food and fast food. And he says, I want to come on and talk about this because he has he's just roaring with fast food takes. And, and I realized this is a kind of an awkward topic for the podcast because I didn't know... When we started the podcast, I didn't know Ads was vegetarian, and I just found out on the first episode. I'm like, oh, shit, that, that just uh, kills a lot of our topics. Cause... So, okay, that's what we get guests for. So, yes. I mean, so for, for the sake of this episode, basically, Felix is going to be our co-host, I guess. Felix, what, how are you doing? I'm also very tired. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> what? I mean, I'm tired is more of an honest answer than I'm fine. But... Uh, Exactly. What do you want to say? True? I'm doing okay. That's boring. What are we normalizing? Are we just normalizing feeling like shit? Is is that our is that the millennial spirit now? Yes. Yes. So instead of like a firm handshake, you say, "Ah, I'm just tired. Just don't don't fucking touch my hand." I mean, mostly it's just you know empty words. I mean, let's be real. I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm tired. They're, they're all they're all in general sense of eh. I'm doing okay. All right. Well, Felix, just tell the God. I, I love the part where we pretend the listeners don't know who people are. But uh, Felix, tell us about yourself, or as much as you want to. Hey, Mom, she doesn't know who Felix is. 
Yeah. Hi, I'm Felix. Uh, I live in New York City. Um, um, that, and I love fast food. Um, that's all I can say, really. Um, I mean, I love all types of fast food. Uh, I took a vacation just for fast food, so I'm welcome to tr down to try more and more as more locations open up in New York City. You know, the mecca of fast food, apparently, now. Yeah, just to elaborate on Felix's road trip, he just took a, so yeah, his fast food trip was a road trip to the south so he could visit like uh, famous chains like Waffle House, Bojangles, except Church's Fried Chicken, all these places that we don't have in the Northeast because honestly, uh, you said that New York is the mecca of fast food, but it's really not true. Like we're making... it's, Well, I mean, it's the mecca of, of international chains coming to New York City, uh, international chains coming to, to, to America. Not necessarily the mecca of American fast food. Yeah, uh, we're, I, I guess. Yeah, we're missing out on a lot. Like honestly, if I could, uh, well, whatever. <laughs> I feel like yeah, I, I mean, let me ask a question. I'm stepping on my why, first topic. Why is it like that? Why is it like that? Why is American fast food so like subdivided? That doesn't exist in Australia. Uh, but we have like a population of 20 million spread around three three cities, so makes sense. Yo, yo fuck if I know. I think it's a more of a regional thing because a lot of fast food chains start in the south where a lot of people, you know, just drop, have a lot of cars and the car culture allows people to just go order food, drive uh, drive in, pick it up, and uh, eat somewhere. Whereas in the northeast where it's like, eh, we're in a big city, eh, we don't really want to travel, eh, there's, there's so much good food around here that you don't need to res necessarily resort to fast food. That uh, is, so it, so you think cars are a big thing, like that that drive through? You can't do a drive through, obviously. I don't know. Is NYC most people don't have cars, right? NYC, I mean, that, that's a big misnomer. A lot of people. If you talk about proper Manhattan, where everybody, all the you know, if you don't know NYC, you know, you think of Manhattan. People generally don't have cars, but around the suburbs of New York City, because New York City is very big, um, people generally do have cars. I'd say about half of New York City has cars. If I so recall correctly, there's no like drive-through option for walking. Like that doesn't exist. Um, there's okay. If you're talking about Manhattan proper, there's really no drive-through options because you know land is uh very expensive, and uh, you know everything's really packed together. So there's really no drive-through options. But around like where I live in Brooklyn, there there are drive-through options. It's right. yeah, right. Uh... Oh, I also want, I also my posit. I have no idea. But I'm just sort of just like uh, speaking a stream of consciousness. I think it's just the regionalism because basically, like America is is like so huge, and there's a lot of regional cultures, and just th and things get established in their regions. And it's really it's like any other business. Hey, we want to succeed outside our, our business. We want to expand abroad, and you gotta be some degree of good to uh, break into a new market. For example, so I was talking about Church's Fried Chicken which is a Southern chain, which I think is really good. And they had a location in Manhattan for, I don't know, a couple of years. Like they tried to expand and they had, they stopped because it just didn't take for some reason. And I, and I oh, oh yeah, I agree. Um, I used to go to churches back when I was a kid because it, it was next to a white castle. Yeah. Uh, but, I, yeah. But never got hang, hung on here. So it just leaves. Yeah. And this happens all the time. Like, and I, there, I've read a number of stories about chains that have tried to open in, in Australia and failed. Like, was it Dunkin' Donuts or something? I forgot exactly what it was. No, it was Starbucks, I believe. Okay, no, no, yeah. Starbucks wasn't Australia. Starbucks was... Starbucks still exists in Australia. Okay, okay. Yeah, I wonder if some chain do. Yeah. But I remember we talking about... I also remember about McDonald's in Iceland, was it? I think it was. Mm -hmm. 
McDonald's like opened up a bunch of places. McDonald's, in, no, it was McDonald's in Sweden. Was it Sweden? One of those. Yeah, the same, yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. Sweden has Max Burger, which is, I've had Max Burger. It's pretty good. And yeah, it's the same thing I want to hear on say. If you want to supplant the already established local chain for a certain genre of food, whether it's fried chicken, burgers, or pizza, you have to be some sort of better. And, or not, not, not just a little bit better. I guess you have to be a lot better to break people's habits. So that's my theory. It, yeah. America, yeah. the way like food works in America, at least, it's a lot of little sub-regions, sub-countries almost. And for a business that's not <laughs> one region to expand, it really has to have a great business strategy or just be that much better in terms of quality. And it doesn't happen that often. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, a lot of food chains just are starting in the South because people love their food. People drive everywhere and just, you know, peop, the food that, you know, things are cheaper down there. So, hey, more power to, you know, eating eating in America and contributing to our obesity rates. <laughs> yeah. Damn, ads driving the show. Good I'm job, driving man. the part of the show where I don't know what the fuck any of this shit is. So I need explanations. <laughs> No, no, I like it. I, I, I only like tangentially hear from like when I was like in my three days of, of vloggers and they used to like go around and drive drive around and they make try new food and they'd be like, well, new food, it looks identical to me, to the, the food that they just had the day before. But apparently this one is special. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, since you're driving this show, could you introduce us to our next segment? The next segment is uh, it's about chicken. Okay. Chicken. Chicken is big. Chicken is getting bigger. The reason for chicken is getting bigger will be explained very soon, hopefully, because I don't know why. Let's talk right. about chicken. Okay, oh, th- thank oh, you. That's, 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 that's my. That's no, that, 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 that was excellent. So okay, so, um, so yeah, so we, we sort of wanted to talk about the fried chicken sandwich wars in the United States. So I'm going to go to this uh, CNN business article and just read you a couple of quotes to prime people. If you're not familiar, I suppose, because we have uh, like two European listeners, and I guess we have to cover our bases and talk to them. Maybe one, actually. Whatever. Uh, talk to me. What about me? Uh, that's true. I did have to explain it to you, too. I guess you are on every pod. <laughs> so, so basically, oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so basically what, what's happened in the States is in uh, 2019, Popeye's, which is a fried chicken chain, they released a fried chicken sandwich, which was a huge fad for a variety of reasons, like social media, et cetera. It was, it was a good, well, it was an objectively good sandwich, and somehow it just became the viral food product of the year. And after that, every fast food chain decided, we want to get in on this. Like, we have to get in on this. And there's some other reasons as well. Like, if I go by the CNN article, it says chicken consumption is up lately in general. And also, there's a little bit of pandemic business stuff where all of the stuff they were going to, like 2020, they just stopped making developing new products and advertising, and they, and they saved all of that for 2021. So now everyone's doing this big advertising blitz, new product release blitz uh, in 21. And uh, well, actually, there's an interesting quote here that, that I'll read. Uh, wow, just content, just filling content by reading from other people's content. So according to CNN Business, Prior to the pandemic, the company was losing customers to fast casual chains and higher-end burger joints. The number of transactions at its U.S. restaurants, this is about McDonald's, by the way. So yeah, so McDonald's that had been open for at least 13 months slipped 1.9% in 2019, according to a filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission. That year, McDonald's franchise operators warned that the chain needed a better chicken sandwich to win customers back. JFK called for a man on the moon, they wrote in a letter that summer. Our call should be a category-leading chicken sandwich. Good job, franchise owners. 
<laughs> the franchise owners pushing the market. I love it. I love yes. it. The story of the little guy. That's what so, this is. Story yes. of the little guy. Uh, I don't think so because McDonald's franchises are pretty rich. You need, I mean, in the United States at least. They were so bad. Three million dollars in capital, some shit. Yo, they were you so have to bad. Have like a million dollars in capital, excluding your house. So that's a lot, lot of money. Damn. Okay, so I'm just impressed that like they lost two percent in revenue, and they're like, "Shit, give us a chicken sandwich." That's with the effort of the Moon Mission. <laughs> like McDonald's have been losing money for a while, though, right? Like I've heard about them not being able, like maybe not losing money, but their no, growth no. has definitely tapered off, right? That is, that is true because like there's only, general, so much, there's only so many fucking chains you can open up around the world and push growth that way, right? But it's also fast casual, like fast casual in general for the last 10 or so years, 10, 15 years has been taking a lot of uh, share away from what, what we call fast food. Yes. And that's because it's, you know, people perceive it as healthier and, you know, more, more fancier than, than, you know, everybody's, you know, the typical McDonald's grub. That, that's basically why. I don't think it's just perception. I think like, I no one thinks Chipotle is healthy. It's just that it's tasty enough that people are willing to make the trade off. Like people are willing to make the pay a little bit more for Chipotle because it just tastes. No, there's definitely perception. There's definitely perception in, in, in Chipotle, whether 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 it be healthy or not, it, it perceives as healthier than McDonald's. Yeah. Or or you know Burger King or these burger joints. But it, yeah, but there is some. Um, I, I, you know, I don't want to portray consumers as like complete idiots. Ultimately, you do sort of like you do pick with your stomach at the end of the day, and uh, some of these fast casual chains like they taste better and. And it's, sometimes you feel like it's worth your money to pay more for that. Anyway, oh, I agree. They might they they, they do taste better, but you know, again, it's, I, I believe it's most mostly about perception than anything else. I mean, they mostly they. I mean, all these big chain, all these big fast casual chains, they standardize some processes anyway. So it, it's not really that big of a difference than say you know a big mega corporation like McDonald's or Burger King, just you know making the same food. Okay. Well, I want to ask you. What do you think about this chicken sandwich uh, craze in general? So when we go to the origin again, it happened with the Popeye's chicken sandwich. And I was sort of confused, to be honest, because a chicken sandwich is not something I would really seek out. I'm much more of a burger guy. And I and I heard about, because prior to the Popeye's sandwich, basically the, the only cult chicken sandwich was Chick-fil-A. But over time, it, it's become... Is chicken not a chicken sandwich? Uh it's well, the, there's definitions of chick, the definition of chicken sandwich. So we're talking about this is the genre of making a chicken sandwich out of a whole meat piece of, uh, you know, chicken breast or thigh. Right, right. The chicken is made. It's basically a chicken. Or KFC. Well, no, no, KFC. Disrespecting uh, the OG man. No, 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 no. KFC. No, no, no. They they make like actual whole meat sandwiches in different countries. Yeah. So yeah. why don't they count? Well, they did in the states. Well, this is well. That's part of the entire thing. For a while, the only fast food chain that was sort of well, not the only one, but like the the like Chick Fil A was the predominant chain in terms of serving this sort of high scale, was high class, I should say. Yes. Instead of this cheap, yeah, instead of this really cheap ground up like McNugget like patty. That's what well, that's kind of what McDonald's and Burger King sold. But out of nowhere, almost it feels like people. And that's why I don't understand. Do people suddenly realize, oh, these sandwiches taste good? Or is it like, I don't, that's why I don't understand. Like, why did everyone suddenly decide we really like these higher quality chicken sandwiches? I, I don't understand that. The, there, there's a multitude of fronts for, for that. Um, one is that 
people perceive people uh, like chicken because it's a healthier alternative to beef. You know, people want to you know watch watch their weights. People people you know want want de- <clears throat> sorry don't want heart attacks. Uh, don't, don't apologize. Don't want heart attacks. Yes, people people just want you know have a healthier option. You know, chicken's healthier than beef, as most people would say. So that's why people yeah. want chicken sandwiches. Um, there's a social aspect to it, I guess. Um, because, you know, as Chick-fil-A is, is, you know, a lot of, um, there's a lot of controversy with Chick-fil-A and their business, um, since they fund, uh, anti-gay movements and they're closed on Sundays. Yeah. They're the ones that close on Sundays, right? I always forget which one it was. Popeye's Chick-fil-A's. Yes. So, I mean, there's also a social justice movement aspect of it, I guess. It's, it's a very small movement, but there is. But I think it's just, you know, people generally just love chicken. People need to be, people want to eat healthier. So they gravitate towards the, the chicken sandwiches. I feel like that's not enough to explain it, though. Look, look, I'll give my vegetarian side of it. Like, if you want to really go into not just health, you can go into, like, environmental aspects where chicken as a source of, you know, protein or food or whatever is far more i guess economical and in terms of how much how much how many resources you need to produce chicken right. so there are, there are probably some people who have gone okay look if you look at the stats america in particular but pretty much every western country has developed a massive red beet, a red meat like craze kind of thing australia is more of a lamb country but beef is pretty big still um and i think most People realize that, you know, it's probably not sustainable to have so much red meat, which is so, so it's not difficult to produce at the rates that we are, but it is kind of like environmentally unviable, almost to the point of environmental uh, unviable, whereas chicken is is more, like, less resource heavy. Yes, chicken's less resource heavy, and also beef, you know, around the world is perceived more as a luxury than chicken, because... Every yeah. culture that I know of and around the world eats chicken. Mm-hmm. You know, very big. and beef is a lot more rare in some other countries, or not at all. So it it, it it's a very economical option, and uh, it's good for the the companies as well because chicken's a lot easier to process. And um, you know, yeah, Australia like love your chicken. Australia produces a lot of beef for like. A lot of Asia, like a lot of like I know Indonesia, Malaysia, China until very recently were like big uh, consumers of of uh, Australian beef, Australian cattle, whether it was like live live uh, game. That's just like it obviously it was viable as in economically, but it's not sustainable over a long period of time to the, to the same degree as a chicken. So I'm happy. I'm happy. Good for the people eating chicken sandwiches. I'm happy. Oh, as as a tangent, I, I recently learned that you were a farmer too. I, I didn't know that you were. Just, I'm not a farmer. <laughs> Whatever, close close enough. Close enough. I have like four fucking plants in my backyard. That's not a farmer. Eh, close enough. I'm, I'm a farmer. All right. So so I want to also posit maybe another theory that it's just simple. It's as regarding the sandwiches that it's as simple as. People just didn't know that this kind of food existed. It's like any other food, whether it's like any other food fad where you just give people something they didn't know existed almost. So maybe a lot of Americans just didn't know there was a, such a thing as a good chicken sandwich. All they knew was the $1 McChickens that sort of just tastes like a ground meat patty. 
they're like, oh, you know what? If you actually make this with a little bit of care and effort, it tastes really good. So, and the viral Popeye sandwich of 2019 is what started that. It gave people a taste of that, of this new, it's not that new, but in a, in a, in a certain way, it is new uh, food. And then that just kicked off this craze of something like people learning, hey, oh, I actually like this thing. Give me more of it. Oh, oh, that I agree. I mean, they're, they're, you know, and also it's a new thing. Like, you know, Chick-fil-A, I don't know how big the, what their operations were back in, you know, 2019, but they definitely tried to keep expanding towards new locations and new states. So Popeye's introducing chicken sandwich probably also introduced the chicken sandwich to the masses because there's definitely, I feel like, a lot more Popeye's locations than Chick-fil-A locations. So I want to say, but honestly, um... They're fine. Like I'm not. I I would actually rather have a burger to be honest from a fast food joint. Like I, whatever other people uh, think. Like personally, like I find these fat this fad to be interesting. And, you know, and, and more power to consumers. I guess to have. I, I agree. I mean, some well sometimes it just creates chicken sandwiches, and uh, I just had two yesterday from my local Popeyes, which which, uh, which is quite interesting because now I can just walk one block away and uh, get a get a get a Popeye chicken sandwich. All right. So this, this is, is this where we uh, transition from our business analysis podcast, our cultural analysis podcast to like a food podcast and we rate stuff? Sure. You know, we can always rate chicken sandwiches. All right. Uh, Even though a lot of these chicken sandwiches I haven't had in so long. So, so yeah, maybe, maybe we'll revisit this uh, later in 2021 if this podcast is still going and we haven't been canceled yet because so, so a lot of the stories we're talking about is well, these, this article that we're going off of for this topic is KFC, McDonald's, all these other chains are planning to release new, better luxury chicken sandwiches in 2021. They aren't actually out yet, so we can't actually review them, but we, I guess we could talk about our feelings about the ones that are out right now. Right, right. So I just want to pause it to you, this to you, Wax. Did you have the sandwich before they, they uh, stopped producing and then had to have it after? And can you can, uh, and debate the taste between the one before and the one after? Okay. No, I did not have the original release of the Popeye's chicken sandwich. I have heard that they had to. I've heard that they had to change it between. So, so for people who don't know, Popeye, what happened when in twenty nineteen, the way the fad happened was Popeye's was like, "Hey, we're going to release a chicken sandwich," and they had a sort of an inkling that it was going to go viral and it was going to be a success. And they were right, but they just, they underestimated how popular it would be, and they ran out out of their supply in like a week, and they had to rush to uh, to uh, resupply themselves. And people say that the one that came out after the initial release is worse. Honestly, I'm not sure if I believe them. You know, like I, I'm very yeah, much, I, think, I don't think so. I very much subscribe to the theory. Yeah. Sorry, I, um, I disagree with that. I think the one before was slightly better. I don't know why. Maybe it was a new taste feeling, but I just feel like the one before it's it's still in my mind. It tastes slightly better than the one we have now. Well, well, whatever. The one we have now is the only one people is the only one people can eat anyway. So let's talk about the one they have now. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So um, I, you, you go ahead. What's what's your how, what do you think about it? It's a very good sandwich. Um, for. For, I mean, let's define what a chicken sandwich is, to be honest, for our listeners. Uh, chicken sandwich is basically <clears throat> a slice of chicken breast that's fried um, on, a, on a bun or a roll. 
uh, slapped with pickles and mayo sauce. I think you're being too. Uh, uh, let me let me be a bit more specific. It doesn't have to be breast. It typically is. It could be a thigh, but the key is that it's basically it hasn't been altered in any way. It hasn't been like pounded out with a mallet into like like a cutlet, like you would get with like a chicken milanesa or with like a chicken parm. It's yeah, it's more or less an intact piece of meat from the chicken that you've coated with some kind of batter, be it breadcrumbs or no breadcrumbs or flour. The batter can be whatever it is. It's a batter, battered piece of chicken that's fried, basically. Right. Yeah, you're you're right there. And then yeah, and then yeah, based on. on a bun or a roll with with mayo sauce or your special sauce and pickles. Yeah. Generally, something pickled. It could be coleslaw. So, so what low you... key, pickles and coleslaw are garbage. They're ass. They don't. They're not good. They're not nice. Well, okay, that's like a. I feel I like I agree with that. Pickles and coleslaw are ass. Why? Why? Thank why you. do we have these Thank things? You. Why do they exist? They're garbage. I hate them. That's why I never ate KFC as a kid. I ate KFC once in my entire life. Those motherfuckers love pickles and coleslaw. Uh, you, you don't you don't like wait wait you guys don't get the concept of vinegar to like make the contrast between having having a fatty food you don't you don't get that. First off, uh, I don't like salad, so so that coleslaw is just salad with a little more fat to me. So Man, it's, it's too healthy. Why are they adding? It's too healthy. I agree. It's, it's too healthy. Food. Why are you trying to eat healthy stuff at a fast food place? No, but you guys understand the con- the culinary concept of using vinegar and sour and acid. All right, to- make me some vinegar chicken and have that instead of the pickles. Just put- and that's what soda's for anyway. Soda's to, you know, balance out the fatness and the greasiness of fast food. That's true. Soda, soda is acidic. I, I just want there to be no more pickles in the world, and I'll be a more happy man. Do you not like that? Well, if you're going to eat a healthy, just go to full, 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 full. Just go to whole nine yards. You know, do you not? Do you not like? Is it the acid you don't like in the pickle, or is it you just don't like cucumbers? Like, what? What do you not like about it? I like cucumbers. I just don't. I like don't like cucumbers. cucumbers. So there you go. <laughs> I, don't know, so, yeah. I like cucumbers. I like salad. I don't like pickles, and I don't like coleslaw. Okay. So yeah, I, I feel like you you guys are disliking pickles for two different reasons. Uh, Felix is just opposed to vegetables in general, and as a principle, he's basically the anti ads. But ads like. So ads like why don't you like pickles? You so you like the original vegetable, you like cabbage, and you like I actually I'm not a big fan of cabbage. Okay. I don't like but cabbage you, that much. But you don't like acid, the acid, like the little bit of like sourness to, to cut through and con- contrast against the fatty taste? Yeah, no. Whenever I order a burger, I always say no pickles. Um I'm, I'm I eat the burger, it's fine. Like I, I don't see the point of it. All right. I'm I'm fine with no pickles. That's what All the, right. that's what the Yeah, tomato. no pickles is good, yeah. And and nowadays with technology, no, you can actually ask for no pickles without being, you know, a little shy about it. <laughs> That's true. All right, wait, let's get let's get back on topic. So, uh, Felix, what are your feelings about the original, the starter of the craze, the Popeyes fried chicken sandwich? It's a very good sandwich. Um, I actually would rank it as the best chicken sandwich out there right now, out of all of them. Still. Uh, yeah. Well, there's not that many out there, and I mean, I just feel like the Popeyes is better than Chick Fil A right now. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, like it, it's around like four dollars nowadays. I forgot how much it costs. Uh, the price of the Popeyes chicken sandwich is four dollars. Okay. Um, I don't know about Chick Fil A. 
prices in New York City here because they're mad expensive. Um, and, and you know, everything, everything in New York City's jacked up prices. So, you know, a chicken sandwich here probably costs like six, seven dollars, and to me, that's definitely not worth getting a chicken sandwich. Yeah. No, and I, I tend to agree with you. I feel like for $4, you get a product of quality that is so far ahead of most fast food that you get at $4 that it's worthy of starting a craze. I, I think like it's not just because of fads and like herd mentality and Instagram. I think in this case, the taste, like, like they got it up, they started this craze on merit. They show people that you can have mm. something that tastes this good for this at this cost point. And, and they've made everyone try to catch up with them to recreate it. And I'm not sure if they will succeed. I'm not, I'm not sure they will, but I, I really hope they do. Because I, I, want, I want more choice in this market. Uh, sure, I want more choice in the market. But, I mean, all these companies are not just jumping on board. I don't know how many of them will be successful. I mean, if every company's doing it and everybody company's launching a chicken sandwich, somebody's, somebody's going to be like, oh, shit. Our, our sandwich is uh, not that good compared to the rest. Well, just accident. We just spent all this money doing uh, on this product that uh, didn't do anything. So, so the thing I was going to say is that I, I'm actually pretty confident that other chains will catch up because it's sort of so. America's the weird case because there have been these whole meat chicken sandwiches in these various fast food chains in other countries for years now. Like KFC has had like, some of the most popular products in other countries are basically what we would call this, you know, deluxe fast food sandwich. Like the Zinger is something they sell in like so many Asian markets. Wait, wait. the Zinger also, doesn't exist in America? It doesn't, which is crazy. That, that's well, the crazy thing. That's like the most popular thing in Australia. Like in by Korea, far. Yeah, in Korea too. And like, I would imagine Japan well, I don't, and whatever, many other countries. And it's basically, it is basically uh, sort of in, con- in concept, the same thing as the spicy version of the Popeye's chicken sandwich. It's a, uh, you know, whole white meat breast breaded and some some spice and that's basically what it is and it's just a really solid sandwich okay i and... did not know that you guys didn't have this that's why i was saying why don't you count in kfc i thought that existed in America. like so where did that start did that start in australia um I, I i don't know like uh all i know is that it's available in all these overseas markets and they do well in all these overseas markets you can get like in korea you can get a zinger patty with a hash brown patty in a single sandwich, which is amazing. It's it's just extra unhealthy, but it's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to find it out. But I, uh, all that Google will give me is an American snack cake mm-hmm. and then a bunch of people with the last name Zynga. All right. Including <laughs> a prominent Russian mathematician, bot- botanist, and philosopher. I see. Well, I'll, now, so in other countries, do they have to double down? They they have had they ha- they've had it there. I don't think that exists in Israel. Uh, okay, so the double down is basically what the imagine the buns this? as the pieces of chicken. I just googled <laughs> what the fuck is this shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. It might have been. what a double down is. Imagine imagine the buns are for just pieces of chicken. I actually okay. looked it up, and it, it was it was popular enough in Korea that even though it's discontinued in America, it's still in Korea. So apparently. <laughs> People still, they liked it enough that they kept it around as a regular menu item. <laughs> but, yeah, but, we go, but I'm just saying, like, um, it's not like these chains haven't shown they can make good sandwiches. I think it's more that America's late to the party. Like, I had, like, a really great pop, uh, KFC chicken sandwich in Poland two years ago. It was, like, a 
it was like a triple cheese fried chicken sandwich. And I was like, oh, this is like really good. So I, I you know, these companies, I, it, may, it might take some time, but they can, they have the capacity to make these sandwiches. So, you know, I, I'm hopeful for 2021 in the world of fried chicken. Oh, I'm always, you know, trying to pray that, you know, all these foreign products from other countries just come over, you know, to, to the States to, you know, try to try out their tastes. Because, I mean, America, I mean, it's gotten a lot stale nowadays, I feel. It's gotten stale. <laughs> it's gotten stale, yeah. I mean, I mean, sure, it's a chicken sandwich, but how excited can you be for a chicken sandwich? Did you see the list of um, of Australian fast food? Half of the that list, they really had to push it, by the way. Some of the fast food chains were like, had two places. And half of them, I'm 99% sure, are money laundering companies because they just don't make any money. I've never seen anyone physically in some of those stores. I think it's just a money laundering facility. And one of them, ironically enough, is the chicken store. Right? Add, <laughs> add, 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 to, to drive the podcast, you have to like give context. You can't just uh, talk about an article on the list and not, not explain it at all. Look, there was just there's no point talking about it because I, I don't even know half of them. I've never tried them. No, but, no, no. Uh, yeah. no. You have to explain the premise of the topic you're bringing up. You have to say in, Kota- in Kotaku, Australia, they ranked 10. How did you even know it was in Kotaku? What the fuck were you? Did you like memorize the name of the I, article? I, I, sh- I showed it to you. I showed it to you. I, I, know, I know what you're referring to. Did you show it or did Manny show it? I thought it was Manny who showed it. I showed it to you. So I, I know what you're talking about. I'm saying if you want if you want to drive the show, you have to introduce things and give people context and not assume they they know everything that you do and have read an article that you've read. So there was a list of Australian fast food, and on that list it was I think it was ten or nine. I can't remember how many there were. Probably ten because that just nine seems weird. And yeah, like I was so shocked that you guys didn't have the Zinger Burger. So the new KFC Zinger Burger. Just go on a slight tangent. Is that what is going to be released in America, or are they making a different thing? Different thing. They are totally making a different thing. Why? They have a... <laughs> All right, whatever. I guess they need something different to like push it. Otherwise, they'll be like, oh, you're just copying something else. But anyways, I mean, on this list, yeah. KFC was rated pretty highly, I'm pretty sure. It was like fifth or something. Mm-hmm. It was one of the highest like traditional fast food restaurants on this list. And on this list as well was a place called Red Rooster, which most Australians will know is basically a money laundering front. It has to be, because I've never seen anyone choose to eat at Red Rooster, and yet they still like to Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly a money laundering front. Sorry, I apologize to my lawyers. Uh, So, yeah, like, for me, I I find, like, like you said, the chicken front, like, how how far can you push the chicken? Yeah, how far do you push the chicken? I mean... Like, you, you go to Popeye's, right, I'm assuming, to eat, their chicken sandwich, right? Is that their, like, most famous thing, or is there something... Well, I mean, they're mostly for their fried chicken, but, you know, chicken sandwiches, you know, close number two. Okay. So, yeah, like, are you going to McDonald's? You're going to McDonald's because it's McDonald's. I don't think you're ever going to go to McDonald's for their sandwich, for anything. Like, you know, you go in there because I, I think it was on the list as well, on that same list, that, or the Australian list. It's like, it's 2 a.m. in the morning, nobody's open, McDonald's is open, and you're going to go there. Or, alternatively... When I go to McDonald's, it's not because it's good. It's because I can't be fucked finding parking at some random location that tastes better. I think that's how I you should be. I think that's it's how also, 
yeah, I mean, picking also, you know, requires a location aspect. Like, if you're going to some foreign country, you know that McDonald's is going to be mostly the same everywhere else. Whereas if you try a local restaurant, you might, uh, your mileage may vary. Yeah, I mean, I think that's how it used to be, but the fact that they're losing share in recent years sort of shows that, hey, you actually got to compete on quality at some point. You can't just, you know, lean on the fact that you're the most ubiquitous, largest chain in the world. Honestly, I think their only objectively good item right now is like the McNuggets and maybe and among the savory foods, I think their desserts are still pretty good, but the McNuggets are probably their only really good uh, like like meat item. Um, Well, yes, their meat item, I mean... I mean, their fries are still probably number one, although that's been slightly dethroned by Five Guys, according to a recent survey. Yeah, but the Five Guys fries are are not not nearly as cheap. But that, that's another that's a tale from another day, or maybe maybe it's not. Maybe we'll get to that later. But uh, so let's move on to our transition. Uh, let's Speaking move on. of cost, no, 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 no. I I, oh. I, I know where I want to go. I know where I want to go. Okay. Uh, okay. So. I had this podcast, we all decided to have, well, not all of us, but a couple of us decided to have one of the new entries in the fried chicken sandwich market, which is the Shake Shack Korean style fried chicken sandwich. And uh, which which actually opens, which was uh, interesting because Shake Shack is not technically, it's more like fast casual market than it is the fast food market, is it not? It, it is a fast casual place yeah, compared to a fast food place. Anyway, well, the main the main reason I want to talk about this is because I wanted to give uh, producer producer Keith an end to the podcast because he never talks, and uh, and he's the one who actually ate one, and I was like, oh man, like Keith actually ate ate the sandwich for the pod so he could give a review. So I felt in solidarity. I had to have one too, so I had one today, and I, I, and we're just gonna do like a very very uh, typical food food review segment here keith you want to go first what, what, what do you what do you think about it? oh let, let me just introduce the sandwich so yeah uh shake shack they have a regular chicken sandwich but they also introduced a new one in the last month or so which it, it's basically called the korean gochujang sandwich gochujang if you don't know what it is it's a korean condiment i would say which is basically based on some uh ferment on it's a fermented chill chili chili pepper paste basically so it has it's basically spicy which is main taste but it has these notes of fermentation too so keith what do you think about it hi keith uh well first of all shake shack sandwiches are too small um they need to be bigger just gonna put that all of their sandwiches in sponsor us after making uh, the, your burgers bigger because we have morals. Yeah. We're not gonna allow sponsorship. Yes. And by the way, by the way, the sandwich is like You're seven dollars because it's fast casual. Everything else is like four dollars. This Shake Shack they to sell this one at seven, and it's not even bigger than the other sandwiches that at Popeyes. Yeah. Uh, my only, all I have to say about the sandwich is. I'm usually not, people know this about me, uh, this podcast doesn't because I don't speak, but people, everyone else knows. Uh, I'm not a sauce person, I'm not a condiment person, um, and uh, to go along with what happened, what was said earlier, I don't really like coleslaw either, uh, but for this sandwich, it needed more of both. It needed more slaw, and it needed more sauce. Because as small it is, as it is, 
there's not enough of either. And when you're when you take a bite of the sandwich, after half a second, all you taste is chicken and bread. You don't taste any of what would be considered flavor mm-hmm. in the sandwich. And that's like the biggest issue with it, in in my opinion. Uh, I mean, other than that, it, like it's fine. It's pricey, and I don't eat Shake Shack. So in the more, ideal, but, I mean, it's so fine. in the ideal bite, but it so but in the case of the ideal bite where you get enough of the bun, enough of the chicken, enough of the gochujang sauce, enough of the kimchi slaw, is how do you think about when it's working? What do you think about the combination of flavors when it's working? I mean that ideal uh, that, that ideal bite doesn't exist because okay. the sandwich is too small and there's not enough sauce and there's not enough slaw, so I couldn't tell you <laughs> what what that ideal bite would would taste like. Uh, but I I wish I could. They just right. need it needs more. It just like the sandwich literally just tastes like okay chicken and bread. oh so so you didn't you didn't even think that the sauce came through i'll, I'll follow up on this later but i, I thought like the gochujang flavor was pretty prominent at least like that that's the main note you get before anything else no i i, I didn't i thought like it's like it, it it's there to begin with for the first like second or so um but as like i'm chewing the the bite to swallow it it's mm. just all, all right chicken i, I see what bread. you mean so personally I thought the sandwich was pretty simplistic, and and I and I forgot to name the other second ingredient. So besides the fried chicken patty with the uh, the Korean gochujang sauce, they have Korean kimchi, but not the. It's basically uh, Korean white kimchi. If you know, if God, do I, think, do I have to explain what kimchi is? If you don't know, if you don't know, fucking look it up. Uh, it's it's uh, whatever pickled cabbage, but this is uh, white kimchi, so it has no chili in it. That's the main, it replaces the pickle or the coleslaw in a lot of other chicken sandwiches. So yeah, I thought it was basically, I thought it was like very simple, like, and which is kind of weird because the way they, they described it when they released it, they said, Hey, we you know we went to all these uh, fried chicken chains in Korea. We, we talked to all these chefs and got their opinions and we wanted to do this thing. And the, the not these, these, this is me paraphrasing now in the tradition of Korean fried chicken. And what they ended up doing was basically just making like a very simple Asian fusion sandwich, which is, hey, we're going to take a, a uh, concept that exists in the West and we're going to just tweak it the bare minimum amount. Which, and basically what they did was add a gochujang sauce to the chicken patty without much, with, with not much else. It's like they didn't really tweak it that much. It's the main, the main flavor is gochujang. So if you like that flavor, if you've had it, it's good. If you don't like it, it's not good. So I thought it's just like very surprisingly it's like simplistic. And for 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 everyone to know, wax is indeed Korean. So what he's speaking here, he's speaking as a representative <laughs> of the Korean identity. Yes, because all all minority races are a monolith, and one person can speak for the whole. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, and also. So what was your opinion? What was your opinion on it? Um, you had it right. Yeah, hey, yeah. It's just it's still on your taste buds. No, no. So that's that, that's kind of why I was, I was disappointed because because when they said this is a Korean st- fried Korean fried chicken style sandwich, I was thinking of the so this is another food fad that happened in the last ten years where like, Korean style fried chicken was very popular in the states. And in Korean style fried chicken, there's like a thing where you use gochujang, which is more like a barbecue sauce. You mix it with ketchup, gochujang, sugar is very sweet and very bold. And you just slather chicken with it, and, and it's 
I, I would compare it to like American barbecue sauce almost in terms of like it's such an immediate strong note. That's all you taste, and that's fine because it tastes good. So, so that's kind of what I thought they would do, and what they basically just did—they didn't go that direction at all. They just decided to go with, uh, like, it's very one note. It's one ingredient. Hey, it's gochujang. We, it's just one ingredient, and that's fine if you like it. But I was just kind of—it just didn't. It wasn't what I expected, basically. Hmm. So too small, not enough flavor, not the perfect bite. All in all, a poor effort from Shake Shack. And I don't know if we can ethically take money from Shake Shack anymore. But I will still take money from Shake Shack. So if yeah. you want to sponsor. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh-huh. I'll, 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 give, I'll give a compliment. I, I, uh, as a side, I ordered their, their bacon cheese fries, which are excellent. They, they, those were just amazing. I thought, I thought, really? Yes. Really? I thought, yes. Cause, cause I, I, there's a lot of debate about Shake Shack fries. I, I about being either really, really good or really bad, and okay. I feel like they're really bad in comparison. Okay, for one, you cannot fuck up uh, bacon cheese Shake fries, Shack no fries. matter how hard you try. So that's, I'll, I'll give you that. You know, like I could have gotten bacon cheese fries from anywhere and they would have been good, but I, I thought these were particularly good. Keith, your thoughts on Shake Shack fries and why? Oh, explain them by the way. They're not normal fries. They are, uh, they are what crinkle cut fries? Uh, I mean, I love Shake Shack fries. Uh, cheat with the cheese alone, cheese and bacon. I think they're great. Um, but I was gonna—I actually was gonna ask—is uh, the sandwich the only thing you had of the of the four oh, items the, the that were added? Yeah, it's just a sandwich. I didn't have. Yeah. They have gochujang fries too, but I didn't get them. I I, I got bacon cheese okay. fries because I want to fucking bacon cheese fries. <laughs> yeah, so they have the the chicken yeah. bites, which are their like nuggets basically, and then the fries uh, that you can you can order both of them with the gochujang sauce. Uh, I assume it's going to be basically the same thing as a sandwich. What I was interested in is the black sugar vanilla shake because I feel like I didn't get one, but I feel like that would probably be the most uh, like interesting item. Well, well that's probably the, a different promotion. The, the four, that, that's a cashing in on the black sugar boba trend, which is a, a, another Asian thing they're cashing in on. But that's like that's a, yeah, that's a different topic for a different podcast. Well, it, it was, I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. Same, we can talk about it. We can talk about all it. All part of the same thing. Like I don't even I don't even know what what uh, it means. The the black sugar thing. So I was like. It was it was of the four items that they added because no, no, no. it was all part of the same. Like, no, 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 it, it, it was separate. It was separate. The black sugar they brought over. Is, it's, it came out earlier. That was out earlier. That's like that a couple of years earlier. Not not a couple of years earlier, but it was it was earlier uh, in twenty twenty. Was it really? Because it's I mean well, it's mentioned. Oh, I mean I, I saw it earlier, so I'm, I'm pretty sure it was earlier. But, regard, but regardless. Okay. I was like, because it's 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 like I mean, what all there regardless of the timing, it, it does segue um, into our next topic of uh, everyone's favorite topic of cultural appropriation. <laughs> oh man! Like, oh great! The, 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 fact that, yet? the fact that I bring it up while laughing, sort of, I, I guess it already kind of like reveals everyone's stance on it. Although, then again, I don't, I, 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 I don't know. Um, so, so there. So basically, like uh, when I when I heard the sandwich existed, I was like, "Oh, that's cool." You know, they're, they're going to do a whatever Korean ingredient uh, 
inspired sandwich. I'm like, oh, that's fine. Whatever, do, do, do what you got to do. And then I saw this article on Eater and Why where a bunch of people were saying, hey, they were offended. Well, yeah, I guess, I guess they were offended by the fact that they were doing this. Not that they were doing this, but they were offended around the packaging, I guess. No, they're offended because they, they used the word Korean. Is, is that it? Like, cause, cause... That's basically it. It's that they're offended that they used Korean. Oh, yeah, what so would basically... you call it then? Kimchi? If you called it the kimchi fried chicken sandwich, is that better? Well, it wasn't. Well, there is kimchi in it too, I guess so. Yeah, if, if you just literally increase, if you just if you just said all the ingredients, this is the bread, chicken, kimchi, gochujang, fried chicken sandwich. Yeah, you'd be great. Yeah, that would have no problem. Just list the ingredients, but adding adding you know ethnicity or to it, it's just you know people are gonna get riled up one way or another. So so is yeah. So that seems to be the point. So basically, from the quotes I read from the article, by the way, I I don't particularly obviously when you write like a food article, you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna cite the people who make the most noise and are the most offended. Like, I, I, I'm not, I don't have no idea how, how many people actually give a shit, but yeah, like, people seem to be, so, so, so why, why are people so paranoid about having their country uh, stereotyped? So that, that's, that's what I don't get. I mean, I mean, from, from the article, people, you know, when they watch a sandwich in South Korea, they don't call it Korean, obviously. They just called it the gochujang chicken yeah, they, sandwich. Yeah, the ingredient. They're like, hey, yeah, they describe it to the consumer so they know what it is. But I mean, why don't you just have that same name everywhere? Is 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 the is the name Korean supposed to attract new customers or people who are trying it out? Because Americans don't fucking know what gochujang is. You shouldn't expect them to. Like, you shouldn't expect them to know what the fuck that is. Like, I wouldn't expect them to. I, if I was running a restaurant, I wouldn't put forward the, like the name of the food. Like that, that's how like the evolution of like introducing foods goes. You don't go by like original name until you've established enough cultural cachet to call it that. So like, it's like why you, it's like, uh, I, I, I feel like if you go through the colonial history, I'm sure you could find like, Hey, there's probably some inflection point where, where like ramen was first called Japanese noodle soup. And then I don't know, maybe like 1910. They, I mean, you also got to consider today's culture, you know, Oh, you know, getting canceled over anything. Yeah. People are going to get mad over anything. Mm-hmm. Like, if you introduce wasabi now, people you're not going to choose this Japanese wasabi. Yeah. No, no, but, but I'm saying, like, there was definitely a time when people called it horseradish, like, or Japanese horseradish. Like, I, I remember, like, it wasn't always just called wasabi and you just assume what the fuck people meant. People know what it meant. Like, people, like, called it horseradish for a, long, for a while. And it's actually made that horseradish a lot of the time, too, but whatever. Right. So, like, they didn't call it Japanese horseradish, or did they? I don't know. Maybe they did. I don't remember exactly, but I, I do remember that at the same time, like sometimes you would you would write it out and then like have like parentheses what it, what it is. Like it's it's not common when you're doing business and introducing a new food to just like, like present it as its like original name and expect people to know what it is. You gotta you gotta tell people. Okay, so counterpoint: the hatred of this burger is not because it was called the Korean style fried chicken. It's because it sucks. No, 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 no. It's if like, it was better. No, you don't think so? No, 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 no. Like, the outrage, it's fine. It's, it doesn't suck. It's like it's not great, but it, it doesn't suck. And apparently, it sold well in Korea too. So it's not that it sucked. All right, Shake Shack is international. I forgot about that. I don't think yeah, it's just yeah. in Australia. Yeah, no, no. Right, Shake Shack is uh, expanding internationally for like the past like five years. Before no, no. it was just like only two locations. 
No, yeah, it was sold originally in Korea. It's a product they made for the Korean market first and they brought to the States. So let's get that clear. It's not like an American first product. Okay, and what they call it in Korea? They call it the gochujang chicken sandwich because everyone knows what oh, that okay. is. So they only changed it for the American market. I didn't know that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and they only changed the name of the sandwich. The, the fries are Gochujang fries, and the chicken yeah. bites oh, are so Gochujang okay. chicken fries. Oh, bites. so that brings more simple. Why not just just name 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 Gochujang sandwich then? Okay, they called the Korean. Korean they called the Korean Gochujang chicken bites. No, they, they changed. So that's a funny thing. When I ordered it today, they had changed it because of this backlash. Basically, it, it was originally just the Korean style chicken sandwich, and when I ordered it today, it was the Korean style gochujang chicken sandwich because of the backlash, which is like a good compromise, I guess. We won. We did it in the internet. We, no, no. Well, like, ah, no. We won. I, so I want to say I understand because, like, I, I don't know. I don't have the same. No, no one has the same like experience being like I don't know a minority living in America, so like I, I, I'm not gonna say like people's reactions are invalid. But at, the, at the same time, like ah, I per- just personally like I don't care. Like you can call something Korean style, and like I'm like whatever. That's that's fine. Like yeah, I mean it's all just a name in the end. I mean if you enjoy the food, enjoy the food. If you don't like it, then don't order again. You know. It, 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 this is just silly to be honest yeah this is a great compromise i thank you both for um finding a good <laughs> compromise to set us up perfectly for this shake shack sponsorship deal. i don't job. know if it's i don't know if it's a good i don't know if it's a good compromise but but uh, but we we did a good we did a good job as presenting our views as the only reasonable ones which which is what you should do on a podcast right right I don't know. Like, well, like, let me go on a tangent here because I feel like, um, man, this is like one of my, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of this outrage is, is just fueled by the fact that there's like a number of, and I didn't have the experience, so I, so I can't, I, I don't know. I can't talk about it, but I feel like a lot of people, they always talk about, hey, being bullied as a kid because, you know, I was eating Asian food X in my school lunch and people made fun of me. And somehow this trauma just like drove them their entire lives to, to now become a Asian food mogul in America. I'm like, wow, more power to you, I guess. But like, man, that's like just it's a little bit weird. This is Wax once again portraying his insecurities because he wanted to be that person, but nobody gave him the drive to become a American Korean food mogul. Oh man, like if, 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 I agree. If only I, agree. If only yes. I, I had if I had been gifted with the childhood trauma to fight against the world but bully me as a child. Yeah. Sadly, you did not have the uh, anime protagonist storyline, and you were oh, relegated to some side character who appears for three minutes in a side, uh, not even in a, in the main story, the filler story. That's that's hey, where you. Hey, hey, hey! This pot, this story is ongoing. You don't you don't know where this podcast is going to end up. In, in <laughs> that's what I'm here for. I'm here to give you that trauma. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just setting I, I, it up. You know, I'm like becoming friendly. I'm being friendly. No, no, no. No, uh, you're the you're the young man in this group, Abby. So you you're the young man in this group. I'm gonna write yeah. your I'm gonna write your coattails. So you you, you better work hard. <laughs> I see. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, about that. All right. Uh, ads. Did you actually prepare like a a, a music topic of the day, or are you just still groggy from waking up like an hour ago? Uh, no, I've been listening to. 
lately, honestly, I've been listening to a lot of mu- different music because um, I'm just like different like that. So I'm just, you know, really in tune with all the genres of music. Yo, yo, were you were you ever bullied in school for listening to for your musical tastes? Dude, when I was in like year seven, year eight, like all I would listen to was Eminem. Like I would not listen to a single. That's like super basic. I would not listen to a single second of any other music. It was just Eminem, back All to right. front. So, so I, you were bullied because that was popular. You were not bullied, I would imagine. Uh, yeah, I was bullied for just listening to Eminem. Uh, what really? Wait, wait, really? I would imagine that was popular music at the time. Like, what, what was? What was Eminem was like? He'd lost his like title as the most popular. Oh. Really popular when I was in high school. Oh fuck! I feel old now because like you, I'm you know, young. Yeah, no, no. Like the fact that there there could be kids who listen to Eminem and it was already so old they would get, they could get bullied by then is just fucking like destroying my, my sense of like my age. Whatever. Keep going. Sorry. No. So yeah, lately I have been listening to a few different uh, musicians, mainly like um, I guess you call it based on my. Uh, newfound appreciation for lo uh, not, not lo-fi i guess but like downbeat you know kind of early like downbeat music you know with a dummy with the portishead dummy album i've really been into that kind of stuff so i guess i want to recommend people to this genre that I, I guess i didn't discover but i did like really start getting into it a lot so i think dummy would you agree that dummy portishead is like a really good intro into the genre into trip-hop you gotta you gotta say the genre people call it trip hop, but it wasn't trip hop then. Yeah, but you, you gotta say the genre, dude. Right, trip hop. Okay, you gotta trip explain. Hop, it's really good. I, I like the album a lot. I just started listening to it very recently. I'd like listened to a bit of trip hop and, and a bit of Portishead before, but never really jumped, jumped into jumped yeah jumped into the genre, and I really like the genre, and I, I think a lot of people will like it too. I can't believe that you're like you're literally listening to the same music at your age that I listen to at my age. Like, what's what's going on, dude? Life is just you know a cycle. We're all just old. We're yeah, all the same. Tired. Culture. I still. What, what, what do you think about uh, Massive Attack? Massive Attack. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but but you're you're more a Portishead, okay? Yeah. Uh, the problem with it's Massive okay. Attack is it's just like it gets a bit. Uh, I don't want to say stale, but it gets, I don't know, it just gets a bit too much for me. Porter said is just the right level, I guess. Right. So any songs you want to recommend from, from Dummy? From Dummy, hmm. I think, what was it, the last last track? I, I think Glory Box is a really good song. Oh, Glory Box is, is a great song. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very lewd song, though. It's, it's a very skitter song. Yeah, yeah, it is, but it's a great song. I like it. I'd recommend Glory Box if you're going to listen to any of that. Damn. And then from there, choose... Why do, you, why do you like the same songs as I do? This, this is not good for you, Look, by the way. That's fine. It's like, for, for uh, so, you're just like... Um, you know, hey, I'm, old, I'm, old, I'm old man like who's stuck in my ways. Like, yeah, you having the same taste as me, that, that's just bodes well poor, but poorly for you. So you're saying that you can't ride on my co- coattails now because I'm I'm doomed to follow know, yeah. the same path as you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're you're already me. You're not you're not some guy forging a new path in, in a new Damn. media empire like like my coattails of fuck. All right, well, that's unfortunate. But uh, what can I do? I All am right. me. All right. Next week on Wax Half Full, we'll be accepting your mailbag questions, answering them, and we'll be testing out some new co-hosts. Oh, so this is a filler arc, right, for the next episode.
Basically. No, no, he, yeah. <laughs> All right. Guys, ads. Felix, thanks for being on. Thanks for uh, giving us your time. I know we didn't get to go to all topics you wanted to, but you were you were excellent. You 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 provided so much insight on the world of fast food. You you are truly a connoisseur. Please, uh, where can we follow you? Where can we get your opinions on fast food? Um, you can always just DM me on Discord. Uh, you know me, you know me, and if you don't, just message Wax. You'll get in contact with me. Uh, you, you, you should start a food blog anyway. Then Wax is your manager <laughs> you know you know what's funny about that is that i, I was gonna go start a food blog but uh the pandemic happened and uh i could talk about steaks a lot that that's also their topic <laughs> all right so where can they follow me if you want my music taste specifically on japanese music you can follow me at ongaku osusume and yeah, that's pretty much where I spend my days just listening to Japanese music and on uh, Twitter, on Twitter, on Twitter, on Twitter. Sorry, yeah, only Twitter. I can't be fucked to do more than one thing. Right, you're driving the show. Send us out. This. Close us out. All right, send us out. Send us Thanks out. Thanks everyone. Reminder: Let's go do some mailbag stuff. I don't even know what a mailbag episode is, but we're gonna be mailbagging, and it's gonna be great. Thank you for listening. I hope you have been as enlightened as I have on the American culture of fast food. And I hope you also have a lovely day and fuck pickles. Fuck pickles and coleslaw. Fuck pickles and coleslaw. That's what I'm writing out on.